0: Welcome to Design Much with Andy and
1: Patrick. Hello, Andy. Hey, Patrick. Welcome to the Design Much podcast, Andy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> How are you doing today, Andy?
0: Um, I would say I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. Right? I'm excited.
1: You don't yeah. have the coronavirus yet? Not yet. No. Not yet. No. Okay. It made landfall. Yeah. Right. It's here. Yeah. Did you go to Costco the other night and buy <laughs> buy three months' supply of food and toilet paper?
0: Uh, you know what? I did go to Costco the other night, <laughs> and I didn't because there wasn't any, Patrick. <laughs> but you know what I did buy?
1: What'd you buy? Do you know
0: what I You want to know what I really bought? Though? Uh, yeah. What I buy? You know, you know what I bought.
1: Uh, can you buy Disneyland tickets at Costco? Uh,
0: you can, but I didn't. I bought LaFroy. <laughs> They still had LaCroix. They didn't have water or toilet paper or hand sanitizer, but they did still have LaCroix. So I did buy myself a nice case.
1: Again, proving that even in times of crisis, nobody wants to drink that shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, they just like. (laughs) We're dying
1: of coronavirus. (laughs) There's a ton of LaCroix, or there's one bottle. Buy them one bottle of water. We'll make it work.
0: No, they just didn't see on their Facebook group that LaCroix <laughs> was out yet, so nobody freaked out and tried to go buy it all. Yeah, from
1: their Facebook group. <laughs> from their disaster Facebook group? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, our, what's our real topic, Andrew?
0: Our real topic, Patrick, is... I'm pulling oh this up right oh now. Oh, boy. Mm. This comes from Pam Conrad.
1: Pam Conrad? Okay.
0: Pam wants to know, how do people learn? What are common patterns of learning?
1: How do people learn?
0: Yeah. That's what Pam wants to How do people know. learn? How do people learn? Well, Patrick. <laughs> I think the best way to learn, <laughs> off the top of my head, is... By failing By failing? yeah.
1: but do you mean by failing or trying? Uh,
0: I think trying is probably more accurate. I think you're gonna learn um, I think you're gonna learn both ways if you fail or try, but you're gonna learn um, very deeply if you fail.
1: <laughs> You'll learn even more if you fail. Yeah but what if you what if you succeed though? what if you try? And you succeed, do you learn anything from it? You
0: definitely learn something from it, but you may not know why you succeeded.
1: You may not, yeah.
0: You, you might know, like, this worked, <clears throat> but I don't know why it worked, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like if you do a design and you go test it and the design is really good, <laughs> like, you just show it to people and they say, like, this is great. This is exactly yeah. what I wanted, but you don't actually take the time to find out why um, or it doesn't actually fail, you know. it's It's hard to know specifically why that thing is good. Yeah. Unless you're testing it the right way. (laughs) I don't know if that's a great analogy at all.
1: I think, I think it's a good analogy because you'll learn that way for sure. Like if you fail, if you're like, Oh, that's why people, that's why I went wrong. But is it, is it fail? Is it failure though? Or is it just like, it didn't go as expected?
0: Um, I guess in
1: your brain, it was going to go this way and then it went this way and you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Did it really fail though?
0: I don't know, it depends on how you look at, at the thing. Like if you, <laughs> if you have a, an output, like if your output is like, I want it to do this and it doesn't do this, then I think to you it failed. Yeah, right.
1: But if I wanted to learn, if I wanted to learn, let's say because what did she just she just said, how do people learn? Uh-huh, right? So you can't learn from from failure or you can, totally. But like what if, what if you're just trying to learn how to do something? Yeah. Do you, do you have to fail to no, learn how to do something? I don't think
0: you do. Um, but I think when you're learning how to do something, you are failing along the way. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Cause you're trying and like figuring it out. Yeah.
0: Like when you're, when you're learning how to play the piano, Patrick, which I'm not good at playing the piano, but I've tried to learn how to play the piano. You'll, you'll hit the wrong key and you'll fail and it won't sound right. Yeah. And then you and try it again. And then you try it again. You hit the right yeah. key. Right. Um, so I think, I think there is failure along the way of learning. I think failure is a big part of learning, um, but I don't think it's required to learn,
1: mm-hmm. but there's failure. And then there's the key part of failure is doing it again.
0: Yes. Which I think we've talked about in the podcast, yeah. which is, I think kind of goes along the lines of practice.
1: Yeah. I was going to say it's called practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Like the whole, the whole, the whole thing is called practice. Yes because yeah you have to try it like if you like your piano analogy if we, if we stick to that mm-hmm. it's like you you're reading the notes you've learned the notes and you're reading the notes that was weird
0: the chord just like the fell cord, yeah I think it was
1: trying to attack me um you're reading your your you' you learn how to read the notes but as you're before you even like put your fingers on the piano right you have to learn how to read the notes and you 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 fail in little baby steps like that, even. Mm-hmm. And then when you put the key fingers on the piano, you start to play it and you go, do, 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 brr. And you're like, oh, that was wrong. And then you go, do, 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 brr. And you have to do it a couple of times, right? Yes. Uh, I'm a great uh, piano player. You are.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you brought your piano today to the podcast. That worked out really great. I know, it
1: sounds, but does my piano sound weird?
0: It's a little off tune. can I play it? Yeah. <laughs> It's a little off-tuned. It's a little I mean, out-of-tune, Patrick.
1: way out-of-tune. <laughs> no, but I like that because it's. I think most people learn by practice. Yeah. I think you can – like you read a book and you learn something, right? Mm-hmm. But really until you apply it to something, that's when you really learn.
0: Yes. Exactly. Um, when I – was learning um, how to speak a different language at a certain time in my life when I was learning how to speak Spanish. I didn't learn the words until I actually like, I said, I'm gonna learn this word today, and then I had to go out and try to use it. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, if I just read the dictionary and just like said, this word means this, this word means this, I would never learn it. So I actually had to take it and actually go learn it. Yeah. So.
1: Like, hola, like if you were to learn hola, yeah, right?
0: You had to say You had
1: to go out and say it to somebody. Yes.
0: And you had to fail a and lot. And get a response. And you, like, the the best way for me to learn, back on that failure thing, is, like, I would go and mess up and look like a total idiot. Um, and i I'd will go, okay. I learned that word really well because I look so stupid yeah. doing it. And I feel embarrassed.
1: Do people learn from, I mean, people obviously learn from practice and from failure and from being embarrassed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do people, are some people better learning, like, um... I feel like some people are better at learning from others' mistakes, from others' failures, and other people aren't good at that. Yes, like if you watch somebody, if you're like, "Hey, I want to learn how to skateboard," and you watch somebody fall down, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Maybe not. I don't want to learn how to skateboard." <laughs> but I mean, you learn from what, how other people fail, and then you're like, "I'm not going to do that." Yeah, even though it's never happened to you. Exactly. Are you are you an observational learner?
0: Um, I would say yes. Yeah. As as a designer, that's. That's a lot of what I do, um, as a podcaster, you, somebody who brings people on, we discuss these topics. That's something I learn all the time. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the things I've learned, like as a designer, um, have been observational or I've seen other designers teach me something, um, that they've learned um, because they might've failed or because they might've succeeded. Right. Yeah. Um, and I see that and I will sometimes put that into practice. Sometimes I will just forget about it because i never put it into practice, yeah. but I learned it. Right. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that's, that's something that I would do.
1: I think if you're learning any, like if you, if you want to learn how to do anything, that's where it starts. It starts with some kind of observational, like high level, like, like, learning, like, you you sort of, you sort of, outside of yourself, you see it happen, mm-hmm. or it's explained to you, mm-hmm. and then when you try it, that's when it, like, sinks in. Yes. That's, like, the practice part, is when it becomes, like, muscle memory, when it becomes, like, I know this thing, right? Yeah. Like, that's when it becomes wisdom, right, is when you learn it.
0: Ooh. Right? Is that like, wisdom?
1: Is that wisdom when you learn it and can apply it? I don't know. Versus, like, knowledge is, like, I know that... Like, I get no facts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can I can read an article about podcasting and tell you how to podcast based on that article because I have knowledge. But until I've actually done podcasting and realized that it's a lot harder yes, in some aspects, or like, oh, I didn't think about the audio, or I didn't think about this, or what microphone to buy, or whatever, or how close to, like, have the microphone. Or, like, when I yell, I shouldn't lean back. Or, you know what I mean? Like, those things you don't learn until you actually apply it. Yeah. Right. And then those things become wisdom, right?
0: Yes. I, I like that a lot because I think wisdom is when you've actually applied this. Um, it could be one time, but maybe I think typically you're wise when you have probably applied it multiple times yeah. and you're like, you have experience with applying that thing and then you could like give advice on how to do that. So if you are really good at <coughs> doing, um, research as a designer, um, you've, and you have wisdom in that you've probably done it a lot of times. Um, you've actually practiced it. Um, mm-hmm. So you actually can have that wisdom. And I think wisdom is something you give to others.
1: So you have wisdom, right? Let's say let's say Andy's the master master researcher. Mm-hmm. And I'm new. And I'm just going out. I'm a junior person. And I'm, I got my job. And now we're going to go out and do some research. And I've learned from you. You've imparted upon me your knowledge. I have observational knowledge from you, right? Does that mean when I go out, and do my first interview, that I'm going to be successful?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it
0: could, maybe. It could, but it doesn't guarantee that. But it doesn't right?
1: guarantee that because I still have to apply it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like this.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the word, we're like, we, we, we're like, there's teachers and shit that do this, and we're like, <laughs> we're like going through it yeah man you have to practice you have to do this
0: yeah well um yeah i think i think that's like that's definitely how people learn and i think those are some of the patterns of learning you know Mm -hmm. that that uh that pam asked for um can you think of any other patterns patrick of of learning other than you know you you observe something you put it into practice And then you continue to put it into practice and grow, right? And um, then have wisdom. I'm not sure there is any other. I think those are pretty high
1: level. I think think learning a skill, like if you're trying to learn something practical, Mm -hmm. I think that just takes a lot of repetition. Yeah. Versus learning an idea doesn't necessarily take that much repetition. Like if you... If you're like, I'm trying to think of an idea, like some kind of high-level idea, like, I don't know, economics or something. Like, it probably doesn't take that much repetition in doing it. Mm -hmm. But, like, learning how to... Like, I I took that blacksmithing course a while ago where you go out you do the... uh, We went on a date night, went out, learned how to do some blacksmithing. And, like, the dude who's teaching us like obvious has been doing it 20 years yeah so he's like when you hit it you gotta hit it you know you, you put the thing on and then you smack it right but like he knows he knows the exact speed to smack it where to smack it um like how much pressure to put on it mm-hmm. how hot that metal's supposed to be when he smacks it versus like us he's like we just put it on there and you just start you just start pounding away at it like it takes a long time to learn how to swing that hammer correctly yeah because it's a it's a skill it's a craft Right. Mm-hmm. It's something that. Yeah. Like I think new skills take repetition or more practice. Yeah. More times failing, more times going through that process versus like a new, a new idea maybe is like I could, you could impart a new idea on me, draw it on a whiteboard and I would go, Oh yeah. Okay. I understand it now. Mm-hmm. Right. I think those are two different patterns, maybe patterns. I don't so. those are patterns.
0: Something like patterns,
1: but like, <clears throat> like when you're learning sketch like that's a skill but when you're learning how to like write a survey that's probably not that's probably less of a skill
0: yeah maybe yeah yeah i would think so a
1: lot of design is skill though right skills based
0: i think i think a good portion of it is skills based
1: um for even sure. soft skills like learning how to talk to people and yeah things like that those are definitely skills that you have to practice
0: Absolutely. And things that, and of course, we've talked about this too in the podcast. If you don't practice them, like say you learn something, you practiced it three times. You, you might have some wisdom there, but you have to actually keep practicing it, right? Or else it's going to fall off. So I think like if you, if you, and I think soft skills is a good example. If you don't practice those, you don't keep, you know, utilizing those skills, then you have to build it back up to where you were before. Yeah. They don't just stick.
1: Yeah. Those are, it's not like riding a bike.
0: Yeah. I would agree.
1: And you can get better and better at those things. Yeah. A skill you can totally get better and better at. Like you can get to different levels of that. Mm -hmm. Right? So more practice just gets you there. Yeah. You level up.
0: Level up. Um, This also makes me think of um, another really good way that I have learned in my career. And that's actually been through mentoring and teaching. Um, because when I have to take the time to, th- so if I, if I learn something as like a, as a mid-level or a junior designer and I like, I employ it in my, you know, my skills of whatever, my, my bag of skills as, as a mm-hmm. designer, um, I can use that. But when I actually have to take that and teach it to somebody, I have to articulate what that is yeah. and you have to like help them help other designers actually learn it and employ it themselves and i think when you have to do that when you actually when you actually have to teach something um you have to like you learn a lot more that way too yeah um like your 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 foundation of knowledge of those those skills actually has to get stronger because you have to take the time to think about how you actually teach this thing mm-hmm. and i think that's another like another way that you can learn and practice those skills um is actually by sharing those with others
1: well cuz you have to go back and remind yourself of why yeah that's like a lot of it, right? It's like, oh, why did I why do I do it this way? Yeah. And sometimes you even break what you do. Like when you teach, you're like, I don't know why we uh-huh. like, <laughs> why would you this, this doesn't make any sense. Never mind, forget about that. You know? Like, I like that though. Because yeah, being a mentor, even do you have to be do you have to be a mentor though? Do, do you have to be like on a particular level? Like, let's just take design, for instance. Okay. Like, do you do you feel like you have to be um, at a particular level to mentor somebody else? No. To be a
0: designer? I don't think you do. Um, I think you could be a junior mentoring another junior. Um, if, if It doesn't have to be like an official mentorship, right? It could just be like somebody asks you advice about something. You could be on the same level as the designer, and yeah. you could give them advice on something. You, you might be able to know how to use sketch better than them. You might be able to know how to do research better than them, and you can be able to give them that knowledge right mm-hmm. um so yeah you don't have to be on a certain level you don't have to be a senior designer or principal designer to be able to teach anybody something
1: well and going back on your on your theory of mentoring too was like when i teach i get better means that junior people should be mentoring other junior people right yeah when you start out you should be mentoring people about even if you're not even so let's say you're not the greatest visual designer but you have an interest
0: mm-hmm. like if
1: you found somebody else that uh, also, wanted to learn visual design. Just imparting your skills that you've learned up to that point on somebody else will will increase them, right? Yeah. Assuming they take on, they can take it on in practice. But also you, because then you have to go through. Oh, what do I actually know, mm-hmm. right? And you are like, Oh, I don't know this. I'm gonna go. It could even be kickoffs too. Like those are kickoffs to things that I don't know, and I need to go discover those.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, because I think I think people get into this thing that they have to be to be a teacher or to be a mentor they have to have a certain level of skill mm-hmm. I think you have to have a level of skill but I don't think it's like <laughs> you know I mean I'm obviously I'm not going to go mentor somebody on like how to like be an architect because I know nothing about it but so you have to have some kind of level of skill but it doesn't have you don't have to be like some principal designer to be like a mentor yeah. of somebody else yeah
0: that's absolutely true
1: you so, don't even have to be better than the other person you're
0: mentoring no no, I mean you, you could, yeah, exactly. I think that's a really great point. You don't—they could know something more than you about <laughs> visual design, but maybe they don't know how to design a certain icon or something, and you could show yeah. them how to do it. That—that counts as mentoring, I guess. <laughs>
1: that works.
0: <laughs> I think, and there's—and there's not just that. It's not just teaching other other designers. Like, as as designers, we're supposed to be like facilitators of design and communication. Mm-hmm. So we could also teach developers things that probably know almost nothing about design and we could teach other stakeholders in our company. Um, so we have the opportunity to be teaching all the time. Yep. So yeah, you don't just have to look for designers to teach things to, but you can also teach, um, all that stuff to everybody else. Yeah.
1: All the stakeholders. We've talked about that before too, on the podcast, stakeholders. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're constantly, I think people, some people approach it as sales, right? Like I gotta go sell my stakeholder on this idea, yeah. But really, it it comes down to teaching. Mm-hmm. It comes down to mentoring them on like, okay, this is the philosophy we're going with, or this is whatever. Yeah, like this is how we're gonna do it. Um, and in that, sometimes you you trap yourself. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, that's why we do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Or maybe you don't know the answer, right? And you're like, oh. Yeah, I
0: don't know the answer to that one. Yeah. And I think along those lines, Patrick, you just made me think of this. If you don't know the answer, I think a way that you can learn, Patrick, is by being a humble person. Yep. By actually knowing that you don't know everything and (laughs) accepting that you don't know everything as a designer. Um, Because if you are a person that, that is not willing to... To accept that, <laughs> then you're going to think you're good and you don't need to learn anything new. Yeah. You're not going to be open-minded to to um, anything new, right? So I think um, to answer <laughs> Pam's first question, how do people learn? They have to be open-minded to learn in open-minded, the first place. Yeah. They have to be humble enough to learn something new and to accept that they're not. Well, and you have to be
1: willing to reach out and try to learn, right? Yeah. Like that's what you brought up and that you have to fail. But even before you fail, you have to try Right, like I think I think most of us too, growing up with the internet, like are more adept to that than like people that didn't have that, right? Yeah. Like we have a tool. I can Google anything I want to at any time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have to be able to decipher my answers, but at the same time, like I have a tool that I can reach out at any time and be like, I don't know. Like when I was growing up, we we did this at the dinner table the other night. Like my kids asked me something about, you know, something that I didn't know about, and I I just looked up on my phone and was like, oh, it sounds like it's like this, you know? Yeah. Versus, like, my parents just lied to me. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that is, but it's green. It's green because of this. And they just made up a bunch of stuff, you know? <laughs> like, but they couldn't, they didn't have that tool at their fingertips to just grab. Yeah. But also, I think we are more trained to just be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ask. I'm going to be humble and go ask. Yes. Versus, like, I think previous generations or, or even just other people aren't as humble, they have more pride, whatever. They don't have the tool and they, they don't, they just want to wait for somebody to tell them how to do it.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they were, they were less humble than no. you, Patrick. They just didn't, they didn't <laughs> didn't want to get up and walk over to the library, you know, pull yeah. up the library card and like look for 12 hours to find your answer of why this guy. Yeah, is Yeah, they had blue. to
1: learn the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> before they could even <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. figure out where to look up why are iguanas green. So, know? so they're just going to make something up yeah. on
1: Sounds <laughs> like, I don't know, iguanas are green because uh, the, the sun reflects off of their skin and they have a ointment on their skin that reflects. I don't know reflects, Like they just made stuff up, you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's great.
0: Um, but I think there's a great thing, though, to your kids who have no shame to ask you any question they want. Yeah. Right? Whereas, like, if, if they were, like, let's say they're, like, your kids, you know, they're in their 20s or whatever and they're too afraid to ask you a question because they think they should know it already. Yeah, or if a, a junior designer or a mid-level designer doesn't is afraid to ask for help because they should be able to do this thing, mm-hmm. um, and I think what stuck out to me a lot from our last episode with Trey, um, who those who may not be um, may not have listened to that one yet, um, Trey was transitioning from a UX researcher position to a um, product managing position. Um, where he had to suck up his pride, he said, and he mm-hmm. had to ask a lot for help. Um, so I think if if you're willing to do that, then you're going to learn. If you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to be gonna able learn, to learn. Yeah,
1: yeah. People that are open to learning like that are, you know, people that are open and can admit that they're not the smartest but you do that though like when you get a job you want to you want to show off to your new boss
0: yeah well you want to like...
1: like i know everything i paid attention <laughs> in college i <laughs> yeah. paid attention to my boot camp even though you didn't you know
0: yeah and i think <laughs> wait you're saying i didn't patrick you
1: didn't i did i said you you was very much specific to you okay not not yeah you know all the rest of us
0: um i can admit i did not pay attention to my boot camp patrick <laughs> Um or in college.
1: Or in college or anything you've ever done. (laughs) Anything I've ever (laughs) done. (laughs) I
0: agree with that. That's fine. That's fair.
1: (laughs) No, but like you're an open guy. Like you you know, like (laughs) if you get stuck on stuff, you go ask people.
0: I I do. Um sometimes I don't. (laughs) I'll admit I'll admit sometimes I don't.
1: Sometimes you try it for yourself before you go ask somebody, and that's fine too. Yeah. It's where you it's where you get in trouble when you don't learn is when you just don't do anything about it. You're just like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to wait until somebody tells me how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be cool, man. They won't figure it out. <laughs> and then wait for somebody to like nonchalantly tell you how to do it. And then you're like, yeah, that's that's what I was going to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I already did that already. That was up here. I was planning on doing
0: it. <laughs> like a saved by the bell. Like a... <laughs> yeah, that worked out great. <laughs> yeah those are so, those are learners,
1: yeah so observation practice being willing uh being open being humble to learn uh-huh. right basically it starts there if you're not humble to learn, you're not gonna learn, yeah, if you don't you know you can't you can't learn something if you think you know it, yeah already, so I would, yeah start there that's where the pattern starts, and then depending on if it's a high level idea skill, you might need more practice, you might not need more practice mm-hmm. um I think learning from others, like observing others, is a great way to learn. I agree with that. Learning from their failures before you have to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What's did she have? Another part to her question?
0: It was it was those two parts. So it was uh, um, how do people learn, and then what are the patterns of learning? Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> does that answer that, Patrick?
1: I think so. People learn from observation. They learn from practice. They learn from. Uh, what do we just, we just talked about it for 20
0: minutes. <laughs> for being humble. Being, but, being but then yeah, them. the patterns are. Oh, the patterns, yeah. The
1: patterns are being humble, uh, looking, you know, reaching out to people, finding mm-hmm. resources to learn from, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, being willing to, being willing to reach out in the first place and then practicing, going through some kind of repetition, you know, trying it out and failing mm-hmm. and trying it again. That's all the stuff, right?
0: Yeah. I think that's the stuff. So, so just do all that stuff and you'll learn something.
1: Do all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Start here. If you're trying to learn how to learn, start with this podcast Yeah. and listen to it and then take what we talked about and apply those and then fail, right? Mm-hmm. Because we didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah. Then fail at it and then learn <laughs> from it and then, and then send us a response that said we didn't, we didn't know what we were talking about. There's probably some very like specific analytical, like practical ways that people learn like very specific patterns, like, oh yeah, if you're this type of personality, you do these things, and you learn. If you're oh sure. This type of personality, but obviously we're not, we're not in, like we're not teachers, we're not professors of education, so yeah, we don't know all of those things. Yeah. That much, but.
0: But you can at least take those general principles, and I think <laughs> apply them in the way that works best for you, right? Yeah. Based on your your personality. Yep. So yeah, do that.
1: I've always thought if you want to learn how to do something, I'm not great at it because I'm kind of more lazy, but like, remember when we, we brought up, well, you brought up doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and we just like stared at each other. Like, how do we do a podcast? (laughs) And we're like, I don't know. I guess we need some mics Uh and like whatever. We talked to a few people and got like an idea of, you know, some stuff, but it really, we didn't really start learning how to do any of it. And we're we're still learning. Yeah. Like it's learning never ends. But you just do it by starting, right? Just taking the step forward to do it.
0: Yes, that's a really important part that's like for the first sure, part. otherwise, you actually are not going to actually learn anything, right? We could sit there and like we could have done like months of research on how to do a podcast, yeah um, we would have had a lot of information, but we wouldn't have really known how to do it until we did it, yeah, right, yeah
1: like if you want to know how to like rock climb, just go find a rock and climb it. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You'll fail, land on your back, break your head. Yeah, you potentially die. You might
0: learn how to die while rock climbing. Yeah. <laughs> but at I least mean, you learn obviously, something. Obviously, <laughs> obviously,
1: you're gonna have to like Google what kind of stuff. Do I need a helmet to go rock climbing? Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, if you want to learn something that might be dangerous, I would recommend looking into the safety measures of yeah. that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> other than that, just go try something.
1: Just go try it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> See if it works.
0: Because any little piece of knowledge you get, Patrick, that's learning. And that's, that's success, right? That's the biggest the whole thing. That's like that's what we do as designers is we just learn. We take we take a problem. Well we might like learn, we, we have this problem, right? We observe there's a problem. Mm-hmm. and then we start testing against that problem so we like create well and I, I can't create a solution until i go start just trying to do something right yeah i have to go put some pixels on and sketch or draw on my my yeah, little paper something. or something yeah. right so i come with a solution then i show this to people and then i learn about that solution they might say it's good or bad and so we've taken a little step forward right yep. in the right direction or maybe the wrong direction if we you know tested it wrong and then you know we show it to users and learn from them and then mm-hmm we take it to developers and they build it and they learn along that process and then what happens after that they ship it and then we learn after that process and you learn right, even Patrick. more and that's then you, that's and all then a our year job. later
1: you learn the way you did last year worked for a while and now it doesn't work anymore
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah or you you designed something you released it for a particular market and now you want to move up market or yeah. to a different segment and that doesn't work and then you go oh nobody's buying our crap because it doesn't fit for them anymore now i gotta relearn again
0: yeah i would say like one of our primary outputs as designers is like knowledge it's just learning something and then sharing what we learned um that's like kind of one of the most valuable things we give to a company so um good on pam for trying to learn um because if she's a designer that's what she should be doing
1: yep learning constantly yeah never ends this podcast ends we should end it right now. Probably. Uh, <laughs> so, if you got more topics for us, that's um, topics at designmuch org. Send us an email, or hashtag it #designmuchtopics, or like rent one of those planes with like the flyer at the end. Yeah. That says, "I have this topic for Andy and Patrick."
0: I, I look up, up in like the sky, sky, right? Yeah. I look up in the sky every day, expecting one of those, or for smoke signals. Signals. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen anything yet.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it. Nobody's done any skywriting or yeah, yeah, smoke signal thing. I don't know how to read smoke signals though. You don't do you know how to do that? Maybe we should learn how to do we that. We should learn. That's like the fire with the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> like a SOS. Yeah. Like a long, a long plume of smoke means something, and a short one means something else.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just like a binary oh, is. thing. Is that how it works? Like yeah. it's just like <laughs> long or short. I don't know what else you can do with smoke. Well,
1: what happens though? Like I don't. The thing I don't get about smoke signals is. If you want like a long, a uh, want like a long. Like if it's just doing like SOS, you know, it's like short dot, long dot, short dot, kind of thing.
0: Is that what SOS is like in Morse I code? I don't know. Okay, but
1: off. if you but if you do a short thing, right, and then you do a long thing, mm-hmm. it goes up into the atmosphere. The smoke goes up in the atmosphere. It dissipates. Yeah. Pretty quickly, so then it just becomes like the same thing, right?
0: It does. Yeah. What's your point? <laughs> It does all become the same thing. I'm just saying,
1: the reason why smoke signals failed (laughs) is because nobody took into account or did any research on the the dissipation levels of the smoke signal itself into the atmosphere, nor wind
0: conditions. So are you saying, Patrick, when you were... When those, I guess, because you haven't done this before, but when those go to actually read those smoke signals, they shouldn't be... You're, they're looking up okay. too high in the sky, and they're seeing it's all together, so they can't actually get a signal from it. Yeah. That. So would it be? No, they're looking too high. They should be looking, looking lower. High? They should be looking lower at the horizon. Yes. Ah. That's where it is, man. That's where the message box is. That's where it is. It's and on the horizon. outside. It's
1: like it's outside of the message box. Yeah.
0: After <laughs> that, it's just like a. There's smoke.
1: Is there like a little viewer thing that that you can make, like that's your that's your message box? And it's like it just pinpoints it and it, it removes everything else so you don't get distracted by the wind conditions. Yeah, you know that thing you make with your hands, the, the Is little rectangle? That thing where you're like, like the photo where you rectangle? act like you're trying to take a picture of yes, somebody? Yes, like, I think eh, 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 that's right where there. that came from, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's got to be it.
1: That's, that was the origin of the smoke signal message box?
0: Yeah, I'm sure of it.
1: Cool. <laughs> okay.
0: See you later, Eddie. See you later, What?